Hey, this is Chris. And this is Casey. And this is Slip Into Something Uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. This is Chris with Slip Into Something Uncomfortable. And I'm here with Casey. What up? So today we're going to be talking about a topic that everybody can relate to, no matter who you are. And that is relationships. And we're going to be talking about more than one type of relationship because there are more than one type of relationship and they all have different set of rules, different type of expectations when you're getting into them, etc. The most popular relationship that I would say that people are going to think about off top is romantic. And that's a very, very big one. But you also have work relationships. You also have friend relationships. And you have relationships almost with any and everyone that you come in contact with more than a handful of times like you have a um, consistency with. Whether it's a big or small relationship, you have that type of relationship. And my question is, because I have my own ideas, I'm curious what everybody else's idea is, what is the purpose of a relationship? Why do people get into relationships in the first place. So Casey, I would like to ask you when it comes to relationships, let's say a relationship with a colleague, why would you start a relationship with a colleague? Like a friendly relationship outside of work? Any type of relationship, period. Well, I mean, with a colleague, that's easy because you need to have an alliance. You need to have someone that has your back at work, that someone you could vent to, but someone you could trust that's not going to go backstabbing. Right. But if you can also escalate that friendship or relationship to outside of work and hang out outside of work and not just talk about work, that's amazing too. I've been really lucky to have both like alliances and confidants in just the work relationship field and then also the friend field that I still consider friends to this day. Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you just said. I think that it's very important when you are going into a place that's new and it's just you, it's just you. You don't have anybody to talk to, no backup. You don't have no insurances. You don't, you have nothing. So you want to get comfortable and you want to feel some type of security. So I feel that when you get a relationship with somebody that, that helps with that somebody that you can talk to, somebody that can let you know the ins and outs, what's going on, somebody that you can rely on. So I believe in that type of environment, you get a relationship to benefit yourself and what you're doing and to have security on where you're at. And to make sure that you know what is a legitimate two-way street and not just someone who's going to use your your information to backstab or you know mistreat you. Right. And that comes with a lot of learning lessons and hard lessons if you don't learn right away, if you can't read people right away or social situations. Yeah, because there there's relationships that you don't want to have at work. There are people that you don't want to be around because that's another part of getting a relationship with the right person. They'll let you know who not to trust, who not to be around, who's shady, who's a snitch, who's a goody goody, a brown noser, somebody because there's a lot of people that are smiling your face. And then talk trash behind your back. And those are the type of people that you need to be warned about. So you Mm -hmm. hope to get into a tight knit group of people that you can trust at work, like I said, for that security, especially since of your job. 
So you want to feel mm-hmm. secure there. So it's nothing better than having someone that has your back and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the listeners probably know by now, but you and I started off as colleagues. Right. And I mean, like where we are now. Exactly. So, exactly. I, mean, I trust you. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, I've never, and you know what? That's a good point. I've never had a thought that I couldn't trust you. Once I got to know you and hung out, I never thought like, oh, Casey a snitch. If I told her this or I did that or she see me doing this, she would snitch, she would tell. I never had that notion. And so it speaks volume of, volumes of where I'm at with you right now that we're still close friends and, you know, we're doing things together. So forming tight relationships at work can lead to good relationships outside of work, good friendships. So that's... Yeah, lifelong. Right. And speaking of friendships, that's another type of relationship. And I think everybody knows why you want to have friends. Nobody really wants to be lonely. (laughs) And especially because all the studies that are coming out ever since the pandemic, the coronavirus, everyone's just like, humans are so social, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, I mean, just the biological and the the compounds that just everything, the science of the nature that goes, we go back to the beast and like the, the true genes and the molecules. It's just, it's crazy how much people are focusing on, like, let's focus on the bare basics, the fact that we are social animals. And it's really cool. It's more apparent just with social media. I mean, look how yeah. that exploded. I mean, it is yeah. huge. Everything is about social talking with each other, be, hearing other people's advice, opinions, and debating, Trending. arguing trending everything you know any type of app it has to be a social type of app to where you can converse with other people and other even strangers opinions to you matter some people build a relationship with just the idea of society in that group i have a lot of energy about this because some of my most favorite confidants are people i've never met in real life that i've actually just met online okay one of my best friends, Nani, I met her through MySpace. And then we ended up having people in common in real life that we actually hung out with. So we started hanging out with each other, but she lives in Hawaii. So I will go travel to Hawaii to hang out with her. She's like one of my best friends ever. Okay. And then like my friend, Rachel, she used to live in Covina. And so she and I would hang out and we were introduced by friends that kind of were like bitchy. But we ended up becoming really good friends. And then she moved back to her home of Virginia. And then like I became friends with some of her friends from Virginia. And they're some of my best friends, Morgan and Brian. Yeah, that's cool. That's a problem. Yeah. So some and like there's this guy, Stuart, in Scotland that I totally talk to every day. Like I I don't make a move at work or in a relationship unless I talk to him because he's just like a really good sounding board and he's like a non-judgy. And I met him because last year I was on Bam Margera, the pro skateboarder, I was on his Instagram and everyone was just tearing me a new a-hole. And Stu was just like, you guys, like, you don't even know the whole story. So I befriended him and we have like the best relationship. We talk every day and he's got like kids that are similar to my age. And it's crazy. It's just like, we talk about our, our moves with work and our financial moves. And like, we get approval, not approval, but we get like, there's just each other's opinions on like, okay, should I take this promotion? Should I go with this other job? Should I interview with this? And it's like, I seriously, 
I don't think that I could make a move forward with something unless I talk to him first. So it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like some of these people that I've never even met or I've met just a few times, but mostly have like an online relationship. That's who I covet the most. That's cool. And that, yeah. that's just the proof in the pudding that you are able to have a friendship and a relationship with that, that person. Yeah. And, uh, it all happened from social media because we, we have to be social. In this relationship topic, even with our friendship, I believe that there's rules and unspoken rules that we have. Some people treat friendship relationships like a romantic relationship to where if you're hanging out with another friend more than them, they get jealous. (laughs) Yeah, I got a funny story about that. Sorry. (laughs) It happens. I know it happens because it's happened to me to where somebody make a comment or why are you hanging around with that nigga so much? You were just over there yesterday. Or blah, blah. How come I, uh, how that, how that nigga going to be your best man? I'm like, man, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, I have the funniest story. I'm not trying to like take over and like lead the conversation. So my friend Nani that I met through MySpace, and then we ended up having like mutual friends because she was from Chino, but she also like, she went back and forth, Chino, San Diego, fucking Hawaii, whatever. But we had friends in Chino and stuff. So anyways, one time I was talking to her on the phone and I said something about my best friend, Debbie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about being a bridesmaid. <laughs> oh, okay. And she goes, she was like, who the fuck is Debbie? <laughs> <laughs> to this day, that's such a joke now that we still have a running joke. Like, who the fuck is blah, blah, blah? Because she'll be like, oh, my friend Shay or my friend this or that. And I'm like, who the fuck is Shay? <laughs> 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 so sometimes just randomly she'll text me like, who the fuck is Debbie? <laughs> like, uh-huh. that's funny. That's I swear funny. it was totally about Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> all right sorry that's the last i'm gonna hijack the combo <laughs> no I, that's that's funny because like i said yeah you experience it when you're hanging out with a friend or you want to hang out hang out with somebody and they say i'm already over here or i'm at my home house or doing this you're like what nigga it's kind of like like, <laughs> like, what, like like what you mean you over somebody else out and off the bat is like man fuck him dude <laughs> Like, you feel like you're being cheated on. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like what the hell? Like, what is food doing over his house? He's whack. Unless, see, this is the difference. If you know the other person, this is one of the rules. If you know the other person, all three of you are four or five of you are good friends, then it's different because you'd be like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll roll over because it's probably a situation to where everybody takes turns going over this person's house, that person's house, and it's kind of just like a thing that everybody agrees on. Nobody's really jealous or upset or anything like that. It's just like, okay, well, I'll just roll over there. But if it's somebody you don't know, you take it a little personal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, take it a little personal. Like, Uh, Did you meet their mom? Okay, so you met their mom. So do you guys have a bond too? Because you met my mom. That's (laughs) more important. (laughs) Right, yeah. I don't even know how I feel about that. One of my homies was telling me that you know, had a new friend, like, yeah, I'm over his mom and dad. So I was like, like what? Dude, what are you doing at their mom and dad house? <laughs> like, what? Isn't it too soon? <laughs> yeah, I, 
I would be uncomfortable with that. I'm not even li- gonna lie. I would be one of those people that, like, fam, I don't. What are you even doing over there, dog? That's not even necessary. Why are you hanging out with their mom and dad? Like, you don't even know their mom. You stupid, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would probably be like, this is dumb. Who the fuck is Debbie? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> I swear. I, yeah. Like I said, there's there's rules. Yes, there are. I believe what has the most rules are romantic relationships. Because when you're in a romantic relationship, and Lord forbid you're in a committed romantic relationship, you have to then go by what the other person basically go by what the other person finds disrespectful or rude or not okay or okay. So, you know, in those kind of relationships, for one, it's like you have to say what's okay as far as hanging out with like the opposite sex even. Oh, yeah. There is a rule in that. Or even beyond that, it's just even talking to someone online of the opposite sex. Well, now because it's so, because they made social media so personal, like intimate almost. To where they're yeah. like, oh, you, you're still cheating on me. Mm-hmm. Even if you're texting or you're sending messages, that's still cheating. Like, fam, that person lives in Hawaii, for instance. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> in California. How, how can I possibly be doing that? But yeah. I think there's much more emotions and time and expectations when it comes to a romantic relationship because I think people start romantic relationships to fill a void and to also be able to live up to the idea of having a family and being happy. That's kind of the picture that's painted for us is that happy people are usually in relationships and they're happy together and they have a happy life and they have friends and this, that, and the other, and they get married and have kids and everything is good. That's so boring to me. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the idea. Yeah. That's why I feel a lot of people get into relationships because they in companionship, obviously. Yes, yes. You want companionship. You want somebody to do things with. You want somebody to experience things with and to, I don't want to sound odd and cliche-ish, but kind of like grow old with in a way where you guys are just, you're growing with each other and somebody to help you. Mm-hmm. and build each other up. Romantic relationships, I believe, is like the most complex because they are indeed literally the most complex. It's a lot that goes into them because you're expecting a lot to come out of them. Do you think it gets more complicated once you're physically intimate or just mentally intimate? And that's like, it's automatically like, okay, here we go. Strap in for the roller coaster ride. It only get. I believe it gets more, you said more complicated? Yeah. It gets more complicated emotionally when you're physical. Right. That's what I believe. When it gets more physical, it's definitely, there's more emotions that go into it. And then when there are certain claims made or statements such as speaking about the future. Mm -hmm. And titles. Yeah, and titles. And you have those type of conversations. Um, Rules change again, and the relationship gets more intense, and expectations get higher. So romantic relationships, to me, they're a hassle. If you find the right person, then they're great. But sometimes you're finding somebody that's not all the way right for you, but you end up making it right. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Like with time, it becomes right. But in the meantime, there's a lot of yelling, arguing, and probably cheating or whatever may have you all in between to until you guys get on the same page. Sometimes that can destroy a relationship or sometimes some of the stuff can make a relationship stronger. Just because you guys have been through it all together. And like I said, you've grown together and you've seen each other's worst. I think it's better if you're not perfectly matched. One topic that I do really, really want to consider discussing that I'm not really prepared for today is polyamory. Polyamory? Yeah, like polygamists almost. And what is that again? So like polygamy or bigamy, whatever you want to call it, is like, okay, like sister wives. Like a guy in Utah has like six wives. Okay. But not just male dominant. Like there are polyamory relationships, I guess you can say, where like there's like a male and a female and she has an extra boyfriend on the side. He has an extra girlfriend on the side and everyone is totally okay with that. And everyone knows about it and they go on like double dates, but then they end up hooking up with each other at the end of the date. Or that's like an extreme example, but like, like say that you're with someone and that's like your main bitch, but you still have like three bitches on the side, (laughs) you know? Well, that's normal. It's just not allowed in a a traditional relationship. So polyamory is basically a non-traditional relationship. Yeah, exactly. It's not traditional, but I think it's like something that a lot of more sane people do. Like people might look down on them societally, societally, is that the word? Because it's almost like they're like, okay, you're too much of a hippie. But in the same token, those people are going to be cheating on their wife or husband with like one or two girls or whatever, whatever, how many they want. But as long as they keep it secret. So that's the thing is like, at least polyamory is just like out in the open. So this is what I think about that in my issue, I suppose, if you can call it an issue. I think that if you're in a polyamory, <laughs> is that how you say it? A poly- polyamory. <laughs> I want to say Pollyanna. I'm going to just call it Pollyanna. Because <laughs> that's all I think about when you're saying polyamory. And I don't know if I'm going to say it right. I'm just going to say poly. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. If you're in a poly relationship and you don't want to be in a committed relationship, I would assume that you don't want to be in a committed relationship because you're not committed, right? You're committed to be to a person. Now, if you want to say, well, I'm committed to three people. Well, I don't really think that's the same. So I would think that that's more so of a, almost a swinger lifestyle to where you're like, okay, yeah, I have a main, but she or he knows I have two or three or four other people. Well, if that's the case, it's kind of just like open relationship. You're not in any type of committed relationship. It's just a free fall. Like, yeah, I date this person, this person, this person. And they all know I date this person, this person, this person. So that's not an issue really like that. Those are just, that's almost just like normal dating. It's almost like normal dating in a way. I think where that might change is if you say, you know what, I'm committed. I'm married to her or him, but I also have one or two others on the side. And I think that's when it gets controversial because traditionally you're supposed to be committed to one person when you're in that kind of relationship. And there's not a lot of people that want their partner to have others. So it sounds good to be like, yeah, you know, I'll be able to do this and that and the other. But 
then in reality, when you're in that type of situation, because that's where the emotional part comes in. When you love mm-hmm. somebody and, and you have all these emotions attached to them, you can't help it if you get jealous. Jealous. What the hell? <laughs> you know what? We both work full-time jobs and we're full-time yeah. parents. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. I have not had a time to sit down yet today besides right now. So bear with me, people. It's going to be out of your control of you getting jealous. It's going to be out of your control for you feeling threatened, you getting feeling insecure, because it can so happen to where you love this person and you're all for them. And if you notice they're giving somebody else some more attention, one of these other women, more attention, smiling at them more, talking to them more on the phone, that's not a good feeling. It don't matter if you are like, yeah, I know, I know about it. It's like, okay, but that doesn't mean that I like it. Like, yeah, I agreed for about, I agreed to do it and to be down with it, but that's not going to make it any more comfortable. And I have learned that the hard way. Because when I was dating and single, women used to tell me all the time, and these are the relationship rules, because you, you, have, you have relationships with people that you date. You, they're just not committed. So I would tell them, like, listen, I just got a bit of long-ass marriage, well, relationship. And I was married. <laughs> it wasn't that long marriage. <laughs> right. It wasn't a long marriage. It was a long relationship. But it not was a long, a long relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I just got out of a long relationship. I am not trying to get into another one. Like I am dating. And they would tell me, okay. And then you have the girls that say, you know what? Just let me know. Tell me. Let me know when you're dating somebody else or if you're doing this, if you're having sex with somebody or blah, blah, blah. And I won't be mad. It's just better if I know. If you tell me I won't be upset, yada, 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 just don't hide it. Yeah. They get mad and then they resent you for it. Uh, And it's just like, what, I don't understand. Like, what did you want me to do? Yeah. If you were not down for it, you should have never offered to stay and you should have left. But their feelings they have for you is what's causing them to stay. But their emotion is what's building up that resentment and what's getting them hurt because of what they feel for you. And let me just interrupt real quick. But as the good girl who always went after the bad boy, we always think that we can change you. So that's a huge blow to the ego when you realize you cannot change someone and that you're not number one. People are not going to change until they want to change. Exactly. But that's something you don't learn until you're in your late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, you don't learn. Yeah, women don't learn that until way late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of them still uh, try it even after the fact. Yeah. Because they're just like, no, I know I can do it. No, you can't, bitch. Right. <laughs> right. And for men, it's, you men got to learn. Don't listen to everything they say. You have to understand, like, trust your gut, your common sense. And probably your experience. When a woman says, I won't get mad, she will. Like, don't believe that. Uh If she has to say, I won't get mad, she shouldn't even have to say it. She shouldn't have to really say that like, oh, I won't get mad. She's only saying that because the expectation is for her to get mad. That's all it is. And it's a reason why it's an expectation. And common sense is going to tell you, 
me, I was the reason why I decided to do it is because I said, I don't want to be lying. I'm, I'm through with lying to women. I'm through with it. I'm not doing it no more. I'm just going to be honest because I don't want no woman telling me that I lied to them and I did this and I did that. I don't want no complaints. So I'm just going to be upfront. Well, that's fine as long as they're not really expecting a relationship. But when they're expecting or they're holding on, it becomes a problem because I was over here like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, blah, 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 blah. And uh, next thing you know, all of a sudden, people start looking through your phone. People start asking you questions. Who is this? Why are they calling? And all the while, these are rules that's not supposed to be happening in a relationship when you're not in a committed. And they befriend your friends on your social media and stuff like that. Right. There's rules when you're in a committed relationship versus when you're just in a normal, casual relationship. Dating, yeah. Yes, when you're just dating. And so I think a lot of those things get broken when emotions get deeper. Yep. Those are the breaks when it comes to relationships. It's a pro and a con. And it's something that we all have to deal with. Whether we see it as a pro or a con that time, we might see it in retrospect a different way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's... That's exactly whether you're male or female or you're in a male and female relationship or a female, female, male, male. It does. I mean, you don't really know how you feel till you get some maturity on you. Yes. Yes, definitely. Exactly. A lot of things you get better at relationships with experience. My relationship, one of them, I was cheating for a long period of time and I would have stayed with the person. But she wasn't down to stay with a cheater. Even though I had stopped at the time, the good thing was that, you know, when we ended it, it was more or less for the best because there were just certain things about her that I was just not going to get that I valued a lot when it came to a partner. And that was ultimately what led me astray in the first place. And it's not an excuse. It's just simply an explanation. That's really all it is to it. I mean, that's what caused me to do that. And amongst a couple of other things. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you believe once a cheater, always a cheater or no? No. Me neither. No, definitely not. Because I'm actually at the moment, I'm living proof of that. Because uh, since I've been in a committed relationship, I have not cheated. However, I'll tell you this. There are certain cliches that I'm starting to find truth in when you hear the whole thing like, oh, they didn't they didn't treat me right. So I look for it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. There's times to where I feel like I'm not being treated accordingly to what I'm doing. So I'm like, why are it's you not a reciprocal? Like yeah. It's like you treating me like I'm doing this, doing that, blah, 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 always complaining about me. And I'm just, it gets me upset. And there's been times to where I the idea would pop into my head like, man, I need to go and see what else is out there or talk to somebody that's going to make me feel good. And then validate my feelings. Right. And when I say out there, I don't, it's not always about like, oh, let me go and try to hook up with somebody. It's almost just like I want somebody to talk to me nicely. And like I'll be cool with that. Like I'll be content with that. But from my experience, that leads to other things. Mm-hmm. and more things and more things. So my maturity and my strength at this point 
has been able to keep all that stuff at bay. Like, nah, I'm not going to entertain it. I'm just going to push past this or let me try to talk about some of my issues with her and hopefully we can grow from it. But yeah, together. I've had my battle. You know, I've had my battles. You're human. You're allowed that. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why some things I let slide even on her end, because I'm like, you know what? She's human. People make mistakes. Everybody has a different personality and character on how they react to certain things. I feel like you and I have a lot of the same battles as far as the guy I'm seeing now has an ex-wife over 15 years. They have teenage kids together. And this, oh my God, she's fucking psycho. And I'm not just saying that because I'm the new girlfriend. I'm just like, cause I was his friend for a few years before ever seeing him as anything else. So I know that these stories are legit and like, she's fucking psycho. Like, <laughs> like I feel sometimes like I get compared to her. Like I get like, he's going to use her old stories, her old lies, her old testimonies or whatever her arguments against me even though i didn't do the crime so but i'm doing the time do you ever feel like that yeah well yes and no what i end up facing is i remember you did this 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 and this and this when we were dating and so i resent you for that and i'm upset and i'm angry and so anything will tip me off and I'm going to be mad at you for that. Right. Not, not the present, but the past. Yeah, they dwell. Yes. Even though that has nothing to do with the present, and I'm not doing anything wrong in that matter in the present, you want to take the past and bring it up. Where So in the past, when we were just dating, we didn't have rules anyway. Like, it was already open and understood. Yeah, if you're dating, you're not conclusive. Exactly. But the more you bring that to their attention, the more angry they get. So it's Mm. one of those things to where it's like, damn if you do and damn if you don't. But I have had to deal with the fact that he's treated her a certain way or talked to her a certain way or was not dependable in certain areas to where she's a a lot more cautious with me Mm -hmm. with certain things. Which yeah. is kind of like, it's fine. I think everybody does that because I learned from my past relationship, good and bad things. Right. To do or what to look out for when it comes to my relationships now. And red flags. Yeah. And red flags and stuff like that. And I kind of have a better idea to say what I would be willing to put up with and what I'm not willing to put up with in a relationship. Yeah. In general, I think relationships are great. I think so too. And I think that we've learned a lot about relationships, especially since the whole COVID thing started. I think it's a top topic and I, I'm glad that it is a top topic that psychologists, psychiatrists, therapists, biologists, doctors all around. I think people, news anchors even, I think it's a really good topic that is at the forefront of everyone's brain. And I'm, I'm really glad that people are kind of getting back to the basics of we are a system and a society that is based on like intimacy, whether it's physical or emotional or mental. Right. So it's really nice to know that like, it wasn't all in my head before that I like put everyone on these pedestals for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) 
the people that I truly care for and value. And like, if I had to write down a list of names of people that I would want to be on my deserted Island, like, I'm really glad that that's, it's kind of validated in the news and the media and all kinds of things in the last year and a half. Right. I haven't even thought of a list like that. And I, you I know have. what? I, I <laughs> wouldn't write it down because if I write it down and somebody's seeing it, they not own it. I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. Cause they're going to go, who the fuck is Debbie? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. And did you meet her parents yet? Cause what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell are their parents on the list? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> those are one of those things you put in a diary. Yeah. But I mean, anyone can see your diary, but like, honestly, like I've always had like a top five, top 10 for like guys. I, I always wanted to fuck. <laughs> It's been pretty consistent, but like I've been like rearranging it in the last couple of years. Celebrities are just yeah, celebrities. Okay. Like the top five that I would be allowed to cheat on my spouse with, and it wouldn't be considered cheating because they're in my top five. (laughs) Who's your top five? Yeah, but like I have a top twenty for my friends and stuff, and I totally rank people, and then. With everything we had just recently with the snow, with the polar vortex and stuff in Texas, I'm like, okay, I rate everyone like on a top 10. Like they were totally useful. They could help me in a polar vortex or a tornado right. or something else. <laughs> but right. you're always in my top 10, Chris, because I'm like, I would never want to do another show with anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know I cracked the top 10. You did. You did. <laughs> Hopefully you have more than 11 friends then. I do. Okay, cool. So we'll have to come back to this topic because like I said, like I'm embarking on a new adventure as far as, sorry, baby daddy of almost 11 years. It just, it was a toxic environment. I wasn't growing. He wasn't growing. He could do so much better. I could do so much better. And I fell into this accidental relationship that started as a friendship. It really started as someone that I really despised because I thought he was so annoying. And then it started as a friendship. And then it just turned into something that I couldn't handle or resist. Right. So we will have a lot of input, I'm sure, from our listeners because now I have the scarlet letter big A on my chest (laughs) (laughs) for adulterer. But I mean, I wasn't. Oh, we're fine. Yeah. I mean, we're human. At least I admit it. Exactly. Everybody makes mistakes just in different categories. So nobody has the right, really, you can have an opinion, but you can't uh, judgment and keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. So it's just all good. (laughs) But I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed. And like she said, we're going to be going back to this topic because it's a big topic and there's plenty of different type of relationships. And even if we stay into romantic relationships, just like she named polygamy, I believe that's what it was. Polyamory. Well, what, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> Polyamory, poly. There's several different categories like that. And so we can, we can, <laughs> right. <laughs> we can, we can jump into those. We can jump into each of those because even religions have certain type of relationships like that, you know, yeah. to where a man can have several wives, but there's not many to where a woman can have several husbands. And we'll go into the history of all that. But 
I think every topic we've covered so far, like religion, relationships, communication, stuff like that, I think everything is going to be a let's come back around and revisit it. But we're also going to go with time. So, I mean, I think we're pretty valuable as far as spitting the truth. Yeah, nothing but. Nothing but the truth. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, it's always been fun. It's always still fun. <laughs> of course, of course. Likewise, and hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. And we will be talking to you guys later. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye.